I want to admit something to you. And that is that I don't have my shit together. And I think you might not either. And maybe no one does. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Building with Isa Media Inc. My name is Isabella Sanchez Castaña, or you may know me as Isa. And this is the podcast where together we are documenting the process of becoming the business owners we know we can be and building the businesses that we love. And oftentimes building that business, becoming who we need to be, that entrepreneur that we so desperately want to be comes with admitting or realizing that we don't have our shit together. And that honestly, it's kind of an illusion and it's kind of just something that we've made up. Oftentimes, we come to this ideal and say, hey, I think that that person has their shit together. I think that over there, that person knows what they're doing and I don't. Or a true entrepreneur would do this and know this. And if I don't, then I don't have it together enough for me to call myself an entrepreneur. And then online, we get this advice of fake it till you make it. And while sometimes that's applicable, oftentimes that only makes this sensation of like, I shouldn't be here, that imposter syndrome and that idea of like, I don't have my shit together, that much harder to get through. And so I'm going to cover all of that and I'm going to cover kind of how really accepting, acknowledging that I don't have my shit together in my business and that that's okay has really liberated me in a lot of different ways. Now, I will do a disclaimer because I am a responsible business owner, and obviously, you might be a potential client or a current client being like, wait, what? I just just paid her money, right? No, so I do have my systems in place. I do have my, um, you know, offers together. I do know what I'm talking about. However, when I'm saying I don't have my shit together, I'm kind of saying like, I don't have it all figured out and I don't want it to look like I do. I don't necessarily want to look like the person who has all of the answers, who has it all figured out. And again, I think that's liberating. And I was really thinking about this actually in a meeting last week with my intern, Tim. He stayed on for the summer and he's incredible. And I like sometimes felt with him and with my previous intern, Julissa, over the semester, that I would start to talk about my business and start to be really honest and transparent with them and then have this like doubt in the back of my mind creep in and say, Issa, if you keep talking, they're really going to think that you don't have your shit together or they're really going to think that you don't know what you're talking about. They're really going to think that maybe you shouldn't own a business, right? And then I would check in with them and be like, you know, did that resonate? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and I would sometimes ask them, I was like, do you guys think I have my shit together? Right. And oftentimes they would say, yes, they would thank me for the transparency and the honesty. I mean, again, maybe they're not being fully honest. Cause like I give them, um, this opportunity, but like ultimately it was the fear in my head talking. And it was the standards that I was putting on for myself that started making that doubt in the back of my mind louder and louder. And it would constantly say, you don't have your shit together, Issa. And I would think about it because, oh, you don't have your shit together because when you take meetings with clients and they're paying you thousands of dollars, they're um, meeting with you on Google Meet in your childhood bedroom. That is not someone who has their shit together. Or I would say, oh, you know, um, 
I love to curse. I mean, literally how many times have I said the word shit in this, in this uh, episode so far? And I'd be like, wow, a quote unquote professional doesn't uh, curse as much. Or, you know, a person who um, really knows how to communicate their message effectively, like a good entrepreneur, a good CEO, wouldn't get so passionate and start like going on rambles or wouldn't use so much self-deprecating humor or wouldn't start, you know, using her hands aggressively as she talks. And so those were the things that I was equating to not having my shit together. Those were the things, the things that make me me, that make my brand me, that make building my business as joyful and sometimes as like kooky as it is what it is. And that those are the things that I started doubting and saying, oh, because I'll, I, I do all of those things and I have all those things and what I don't have, that means that I don't have my shit together. And I really recognized it, like I said, in that meeting with Tim, because I had just gotten off of an incredible action plan call with somebody. And I had had all these results and everything. And I came in and I was so excited. I was so passionate. I was like explaining the whole thing. And somehow, I don't know how in the course of those 45 minutes on, on Google meet, I ended up being like, wait, does it seem like I don't have my shit together, Tim? And again, sometimes bless his heart. He literally just looks at me like, I don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) And I mean, smart, right? But somehow I, I came into the call having just killed it, if I do say so myself, and ended with all of this doubt because, oh, I I crushed it in that call, but it was in my childhood bedroom and you could see that there was, you know, some stuff on the chair behind me that I needed to fold. Or, oh, because I send my things through, you know, Google Docs and then a PDF, but maybe it should look fancier. Maybe it should be a Canva design, all this stuff. So like I went from wow, I just did this big old thing to, damn, I don't have my shit together. And it was really negative. It was really like demoralizing to myself, but it was all because I had this standard in my head that suddenly I wasn't meeting anymore. And now what I'm really thinking and what we then kind of started shifting in that call um, was, wait, 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 right? I had to question out loud, also in front of Tim, like, what does it mean to have my shit together? What does it mean? What? Who cares? Like that person trusted me, whether it was in my bedroom or not. Right now, this podcast episode, if you're watching it on video, we're in my living room, honestly, just because it's too hot upstairs. But there's plenty of episodes of this podcast that are filmed in my childhood bedroom and you see the exact view that, you, that my clients see on our calls. And why did that suddenly become a negative thing in my head? Why did that, I suddenly doubt that, um, right? I, I got a new camera and I love my new camera, but a lot of the reason I bought it was because this voice in my head, in the back of my head said, if you're filming just on your iPhone, then how are you going to make real content? How, when you show up to film someone's content, how is it gonna look like you have your shit together? And so I'm kind of just showing you these different moments where I've said that to myself because you might be saying that same thing to yourself. Maybe it's not your childhood bedroom, but maybe you just don't like the way your office looks. Maybe you don't love the fact that you have to work out of a coffee shop most days and that to you doesn't feel like having your shit together. Or maybe you're also filming from your phone and you're saying that that's not good enough or you're you're editing on InShot rather than the Adobe Premiere Pro and you're saying that means I don't have my shit together. Maybe you're saying all those things to you. I want to tell you that I'm saying them to myself, but what I need both of us to hear is two 
three things. Let's see how they come out, right? One, we need to stop. We need to stop and question what does it mean? Look at Siri trying to join the conversation. Okay. So one, we need to stop. We need to stop and say to ourselves, what does it really mean to have our shit together? And why did we just put that standard on ourselves? Right? We need to, that's the very first thing we need to do is question. Like, what does it even mean to have your shit together? And two, after you start questioning it, I hope you come to this conclusion, which is, in all honesty, no one has it all together. In all honesty, no matter how far along in their profession they are, no matter how far along in their career, in their relationship, in their life they are, almost no one has their ish together, has it together, right? Almost no one does because there's always something else that you have to learn or there's always something else that you want to grow and improve upon. Or at least I hope you do because while we should be appreciative and accepting of where we are always, it's that growth process that's really satisfying in entrepreneurship. It's that growth process that's really satisfying in in almost any endeavor, right? So I hope again that one, you start questioning, like what does it even mean to have my shit together? And two, that you really come to the conclusion that no one has their shit together. And then three, I found my third, is that just like I started this episode saying, admitting to people, I don't have my shit together. That is liberating. Sitting here in front of this camera, and I know this is going to come out tomorrow on Tuesday, and letting you know, man, like there's so much I have to figure out. There's so much that I have to grow into. There's so much room that I can grow into. And not faking it, this is the part where I'm going to get into this bad advice of fake it till you make it, not faking it is so much better. I t- like you just feel this weight come off your shoulder. And I really truly believe that my outlook on my business in the last like 6 months especially has changed so much because I stopped going look at me. I stopped saying look at me, I have my shit together and pretending and instead shifted towards come with me. Let's figure this out together. Let's get a semblance of our shit together together and not putting myself in this like expert always space and just admitting, man, it's an experiment. I'm experimenting today. And I have noticed just such a shift in the way that I'm able to show up when I truly went from look at me to come with me. When I shifted from I have all the answers to I'm trying to find the answers, do you want to find them with me? And yes, I have expertise in certain areas. Yes, I have things that I have studied, things that I know are tried and true. But all of us have been complaining about Instagram's changes, right? The things that I know are tried and true are still ultimately an experiment. And therefore, I'm much more comfortable coming to you and saying, let's experiment together. And This really came from that shift, not look at me, but come with me. And it meant letting go of fake it till you make it. So we've all heard that advice, right? We've all heard fake it till you make it. We've all heard if if you show up as the person you want to be, you will become that person. And while there's some truth to that, I think it's been simplified way too much. I think we've gotten to the point where fake it till you make it has become lie. Just straight up go and lie. And I don't think that's healthy. And so I got the advice last summer, right? Last summer, I was about four to five months into my business, summer of 2021. And I was positioning my VIP days. 
And I really felt like there was a gap in the messaging that I had for it. There was a gap in maybe the full-blown expertise that I needed for that VIP day being completely transparent. And I would go to certain people, whether they were formal advisors or, or like formal coaches that I was paying, or I would go to just like friends and, and kind of talk about this. And the advice I would get would be like, well, just fake it. Just fake it until you land one client and, and then you figure it out there. Or, well, if you talk like you know what you're doing and then you just figure it out afterwards, then you'll really know what you're doing. And it was, again, kind of rooted out of a really good place and it was rooted out of this fake until you make it advice. But ultimately, what that created within me was a raging raging imposter syndrome because I knew I didn't have my shit together. And I knew instead of addressing the things that would make me feel more confident, I was just told to put on this facade and I did it for a while. Right. And I would just like, I'd be like, yep, I know what I'm doing. And these, this is the truth. These are the answers. And trust me, that lasted maybe like two to three weeks before it got really uncomfortable, before it got really gross to me. And it, was something that I had to realize and be like, no. And so when I did end up landing VIP day clients, shout out to Elizabeth by, uh, creative copy by Elizabeth. I will link her down below. Um, when I landed my first VIP day with Elizabeth, it was not because I was faking and telling Elizabeth that I had every single answer. It was not because I was lying to her and saying, I am the expert you've been looking for. I am the oasis in the desert, like many people have been told to do. Instead, I was fully honest and I said, hey, this is gonna be my first VIP day. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I have, you know, thousands of testimonials. Um, I have this proven method that I've proved for myself and for other people in other containers. I have this theory. Do you want to rock and try it out? Do you want to go with me because you know that I will root my strategy in understanding you and who you are? And I was able to be fully honest. Again, shout out to Elizabeth for really taking that chance with me because it was an amazing first VIP day for me. And it was, again, admitting that I didn't have my shit together compared to this fake it till you make it, just walk on in there and be like, I'm the marketing expert you're looking for. That felt disgusting. To me, it, it, like I couldn't create content that I felt good about. And then I then beat myself up because I was like, well, I'm taking the advice that so-and-so told me to and I can't do it. And now I feel like before I was feeling like a seven. Now I'm feeling like a five, like in my confidence rating. And, and what am I doing? Because I'm, I'm faking it till I made it, but I wasn't making it. I was just continuing to fake it and it felt awful. And so again, it's through the process of admitting like, Hey, I don't have every single answer. I don't have my shit together. I have this theory, this experiment. It's based off of like solid proven things, but it's still no matter what an experiment and then going for it and being true and saying this. I don't think that Issa, who was four months into her business last year in 2021, would have come on camera and actually full on admitted like, hey, I don't have my shit together because I was so trying to play that fake it till you make it game. And I wanted to walk in and be like, I am, if you don't see me on camera, I just flip my hair really aggressively. Like I am the marketing queen, right? And wh where was that getting me? It wasn't getting me that far 
because I didn't feel it. It only made that pressure that I was talking about earlier on in the episode so much worse because I would then start questioning me like, well, if I were really a marketing queen, then I would have this figured out. If I were really a marketing queen, then I would have this and this and this, and I would have a master's and I would have a this and a this. Instead of being like, hey, I have some great experience. I have some great ideas. I have a lot of freaking knowledge and I work really freaking hard, but I don't have it all figured out. Do you want to work together and figure out your business together? Do you want to, hey, just acknowledge the fact that like I am 24. If you wanted to go to an old school marketer, you could go to someone who's 44 and they probably have 20 years experience in the business, but they won't have the ideas that I have. They won't have the perspective that I have. So like, let's rock it out there. And so being really true to that and being like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on all the time. And maybe that's my strength rather than being like, I am Issa, the marketing queen. And I know everything up from down and I'm the expert in everything that felt gross to me this, hey, I'm, I'm here. Like I'm here. I know my ideas are good. I know that the experience I have is good. I know that when I help people, I really freaking help people, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the expert to end all experts and that I have it all figured out. And that makes me so much happier on a day-to-day basis. And I think it makes my clients happier because they know straight up what they're going to get straight up. And that's another thing I've mentioned multiple times in this episode that I'm 24 years old. And that is something that I used to try to like avoid saying because I would be like, well, someone who has their shit together, who's a marketing queen wouldn't be 24 years old or like, oh, people aren't going to take a chance on me because I'm Gen Z. They're not going to take a chance on me because I'm young. But now I'm like, Heck yeah, I'm young. Heck yeah, I'm 24. Yeah, I'm figuring this out now. Yeah, I took a chance on myself now. And that again is one of my strengths. But I was only able to do that once I got really comfortable just admitting to people that I don't have my shit together. And so to kind of conclude this section, right? I want you to really look at the advice, fake it till you make it, and ask yourself how that truly makes you feel. Is it working for you or is it making your imposter syndrome worse? Is fake it till you make it making you actually become the person you need to be? Or is it making you put on a show and then sit in your bed at night saying, someone's going to find out I'm a fraud? Is fake it till you make it making you truly show up as your best self? Or is it making you perform and pretend? And then when you actually have to perform the duties that you said you can do and give clients value, you're now shaking in your boots because you don't know if you can actually do it. And you're afraid again, that they're going to find out that you were putting on a show. And like, listen, sometimes we hype ourselves up a little much and then we got to figure out how we're going to deliver. Like we always try, at least me, I always try to over deliver, but sometimes, you know, I'm figuring it out and I have to be honest. And so that's what I want you to ask yourself. How is fake it till you make it really going for you? And I don't say that in like a, in a look down upon you way, because I just shared, I was taking that advice. I still sometimes go and take that advice and then I have to check myself and be like, no, because you don't have to fake being anything. You are fantastic. Oh, here I go with my cheerleader speech. If you caught last week, if you haven't, go back. But if you caught it, you know, I'm, I'm the cheerleader of the group. And so I think that you don't have to fake anything. I think that you exactly where you are with the expertise and the knowledge and experience that you have are enough. 
And you can go and put that out there and admit to people that you're figuring it out. Admit to people that this is your first course that you're putting out into the world. Admit to people that this is the first time you have a speech in front of 500 people and that you're nervous. You know what that's going to do? It's going to make you endearing. It's going to make you relatable. Instead of putting you on this big pedestal that is on shaky foundation, you can instead be with the people, enjoying yourself, and admitting, hey, I have some stuff I got to work on. You have some stuff you got to work on. Let's work on it together. That is the goal of this podcast. That is the mission of this podcast. And I'll give you one more example. I'm, I'm in an example mood today. I had, you may have noticed, I had the hiatus between the daily episodes and then doing weekly. And I had really started to doubt the purpose of this podcast. And I had started to doubt like the direction a little bit. And so I kind of put on that look at me hat rather than the, than the come with me hat um, in the episodes. I still think they're fantastic episodes. I'm not bashing them. In the episodes that were more how-to, like how to script and how to do seasons and how to do your podcast. And that's valuable. But my views tanked. And it was, I think, because... I was trying to put on this expert hat again, but like an expert, like distant expert. I'm trying to come up with the exact word, but it's like that, that leader that's not like with the group, the leader that's like, you know, in the, on the stage that's like 50 feet away, super high up, right? I was trying to be like, I know, and I have the answers for you. And I think that's the energy that came across. You can tell me if I'm wrong, go check them out. But I then had to be, you know, brought back and be like, no, the power of this podcast is that I can share those things with you, but share it with you from a space of like, I'm, I'm figuring it out too. And this is what I figured out. Do you want to experiment with me? Do you want to come and have this like joyful experimentation together rather than like, if you don't listen to what I say, you're going to fail and that finger wagging type of energy. Not that I was doing that in those episodes, but like it was definitely more leaning towards the look at me rather than the come with me. And I want to acknowledge that. And I want to acknowledge that like I'm not free of these pressures. I just said I had that meeting with my with my intern Tim last week and I was questioning like do I might sit together and putting all that pressure on myself. So this is a let's figure this out together. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. But it's, it's true. It's, it's really what I hope to be doing here. It's really what I hope you gain from these podcast episodes because I don't want to be the expert on the stage that people just look at. I want to be in here with you. I want to have those conversations. And here you go. I, I got a couple DMs from you last week that I said, send me a DM like 10 times last episode, but it worked. Y'all sent me a DM. So I'm going to start saying it now. Like I've said, I want you to admit, put... I don't have my shit together in a DM, send it my way, make me feel a little less alone, put it on your stories, be like, I don't have my shit together and I'm okay with that. And let people know that it is okay to be becoming rather than a finished product. It is okay to be in the process rather than in completion. And knowing Also, I want to disclaim, knowing that as you are becoming, knowing that as you are in the journey, knowing that as you are in the process of of learning, you are still always enough and you don't have to fake anything. You don't have to fake anything at all. You can show up and be 100% you. You can show up and take that pressure off. You can have your Google Meets 
in a really beautiful office, a co-working space, or in your childhood bedroom with your laundry in the background like I do, and you're still 100% enough. And I'm saying this to you because I truly think that at least one of you out there needs it, but I'm saying it to myself. Look, I'm getting a little emotional, right? Like I'm saying it to myself too. Because this process of admitting that we don't have our shit together is also admitting you have to have that and I'm okay with that. I don't have my shit together and I'm still enough. I don't have my shit together and I'm still a boss as entrepreneur. I don't have my shit together and I love that. I don't have my shit together and you don't either, right? Like I just want us to be okay with that. And I have so many more examples and so many more rambles coming out of me, but I think this is perfectly fine to stop. And so I really hope that this message was for someone out there besides myself. Um, And I hope that maybe this has taken a little bit of pressure off of this week for you. I hope that this has allowed you to maybe admit a mistake you've made or admit that you're still in the process of learning. Come off of this fake it till you make it roller coaster and instead say, I'm figuring it out. I'm making it as I go. Not making it up, but like making it, making myself better, making myself the entrepreneur that I know I can be and building the business that I love. Hello, intro. And doing it in a messy, beautiful way. So thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. Don't forget, I gave you homework. Post this on your social media and say, I don't have my shit together and I'm okay with that. Something around those lines, tag me in it. If you don't wanna put it on your stories, just send me a DM. I wanna know that you're tuning in and I do really, really appreciate it. So thank you so, so, so much. I will see you next week.